Well, ladies, here we go again. Proverbs 31 and the well-rounded woman. Remember verse 30, or verse 10, rather, for those of you who are new and just turned in, and for those of you who have been listening, verse 10 says, who can find a woman of many parts, literally, the Hebrew says. That means a well-rounded woman with all sorts of aspects of her personality, well-developed and being used in the Lord's service and for the blessing of her family, and particularly her husband. Then we saw that she is not only far more precious than jewels, but that she's the kind of gal who's trustworthy, and her husband can entrust all kinds of things into her hands. A lot of women grump and complain because their husbands don't make all the decisions and don't give them anything to do. Well, maybe one of the reasons why is because they're not trustworthy whenever they have been given something to do. Now, it may not be the only reason. It may be the husband's fault, too. But consider whether that may not be a part of your picture. Maybe every time he asks you to do something, you forget. You do it halfway. You get it done the wrong way. You go the wrong place. You get something that's uh, just the opposite from what he asked you to get or something else. Who knows? Are you trustworthy? That's a serious question. Then it says, she does him good and not harm all the days of her life. Well, we went into that in some detail, but we suggested also what a motto that would be to hang over your kitchen sink or hang over your kitchen range or someplace or other, uh, to do your husband good and not harm all the days of your life. That means today. That means tomorrow, the next day. Every day, that's what you're to do. And that's the kind of thing when it says all the days of your life, that's the kind of verse that really would make a tremendous motto verse for a wife to hang in her kitchen. I, I, you know, I wish you'd do that. In fact, if somebody has that verse somewhere who's listening in, who has that verse in some kind of a, uh, a form uh, that we could get a hold of some way and uh, uh, know about that verse and let you know where you can get it, maybe we could uh, let you know about that and everybody could get a hold of one and hang it up. Maybe somebody's already got that verse printed up someplace and we could all get them uh, pretty cheaply. Uh, I'd like to get one and uh, maybe you'd like to get one too. So just write me and let me know if there is such a place. All right, now, we saw last, last time that she seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. And we said that whether a woman's uh, work is done willingly or whether it's done grudgingly will make all the difference in her attitude as she goes into this thing. It begins to cycle downward, and she feels less and less and less and less willing if she is, starts unwillingly. Or if she goes in saying, all right, I don't want to do it, but I'm, I'm going to, and I, I'm willing to do it, even though I, I don't feel like it especially, and she piles in and she starts working hard and she thinks about how to do it a little bit better way in a more effective and efficient way. First thing you know, that cycles upward, and she's humming and singing in what she's doing, and she's getting excited about the whole thing, even though if it might be a difficult task. Now we turn to verse 14. She is like the merchant's ships. She brings her food from afar. Now, what in the world is that talking about? Well, let me explain it to you. You know, there were no supermarkets back in those days. We just had a brand new supermarket open up fairly close to our house. And it's an exciting thing when a brand new supermarket opens up, you know. it. Uh, we all went down there for the grand opening, and they had all kinds of things with special sales and this and that and the other. And it's probably one of the biggest ones in our town here in Macon uh, with one of the best stock shelves and all that kind of thing. And we're delighted to have a brand new supermarket because we won't have to go all over town getting stuff then. We can just about get anything we want in that place since it's so well stocked. But that's exactly the point. There was no supermarket. There was no one place where you could go and get everything. So if you wanted some greens for your meals those days, you had to go way across town to find uh, the green uh, uh, grocer. And then if you wanted a hunk of fish to eat, you'd have to go all the way over the other side of town and find somebody who sold fish down at the wharf someplace. 
And if you wanted a potato or you wanted a sweet potato, you wanted something else, you probably had to go someplace else where a farmer had his stall and his stand and had brought something in with his donkey and, and uh, uh, load that he brought in. And, and so it went. You, uh, no wonder she had to go all over the place and bring her food from afar like the merchant ships, you see. She was sailing out every morning and getting this stuff all over town. It took her a good while, maybe two or three hours, just to collect a, a day's worth of food. And by the way, you didn't have any refrigerators. You had to do this every day. There was no way you could keep most of this stuff. Now and then you could salt a fish down so much that it might keep for four or five days or salt a piece of, uh, of mutton or something down. But uh, that's about all you could really keep, a few vegetables here or there. But you had to continually go out every day and get something to eat. And you had to go all over the place. And, get, and not only that, when she got there, she'd have to go and she'd have to haggle for everything she got. You know, in the, the Middle East still today, you have to haggle. I remember one time when I was in Turkey, uh, first time I ever did any haggling. I got off a, of a bus and went into a, a little Turkish city there and... Uh, uh, we began to talk about a pot, and uh, all kinds of people gathered around. It must have been a, must have been about uh, 25, 30 people gathered around while I haggle with the merchant over this pot. And he would start up at uh, up at uh, high price, and I started at a low price, and uh, we haggled and haggled and haggled and haggled and haggled until we both came together in the middle. And everybody was standing around having a great time cheering and, and going on. You see, it was a real sport. It's sort of a game, a, a way that people live over there. Well, that's what they would do, you know, and uh, uh, it would be no fun if a person would go in and pay the price somebody asked. Everybody looked down on you. Um, in fact, in the book of Proverbs here earlier, you know, one of the verses it says, uh, It is not, it is not, saith the buyer, then he goeth away, when he goeth away, he boasteth. Well, that's speaking about this haggling process. Uh, buyer goes out and he says, Ah, that's nothing, that's nothing, that's not worth that much. No, no, I wouldn't pay that for that kind of a thing. And uh, maybe the price comes down. And he goes away and says, "Hey, look what I got for so much! Look, look what I look what I got for this little bit of money." You see, when he goes away, he boasts. Well, that haggling process, you see, was a part of life. And she had to go out and haggle for all this stuff. And she had to go out all around town getting stuff. And uh, then she had to bring it home and and uh, cook it that day. So she was like the merchant ships that brings her food from afar. She was trustworthy to go out and do these hard things and uh, get a get a good bargain. You see, that's one of the reasons why her husband would not lack profit. She wasn't going out and, and uh, like uh, some women who just didn't care and who wouldn't uh, spend the time haggling or go to the farthest uh, stall where you got the best bargain but took the closest one and uh, uh, paid a higher price and uh, or maybe were just willing to take a poor product rather than uh, search around at four or five places to get a good quality product. Uh, but this gal went out. And she went out, and from all over the place, like the merchant ship, she got what she had to get, and she brought it back home from afar. <clears throat> In other words, this is commending her uh, diligence. It's commending her uh, ability and gift, to uh, use of gifts to go out and haggle and to go out and, and uh, look for the best and for her willingness uh, in, in this process. How wonderful it is <clears throat> to think of a, a woman who is willing to be that way. You know, today even uh, we have a little bit of that going on with our high prices. Uh, you, you have to go to the store. You have to kind of think twice. You have to <clears throat> do a lot of multiplication and uh, all the rest of it to think about which is the better deal. Is the big economy size really the most economical size or isn't it? And uh, 
can I really do better over here at this grocer's or maybe over at another? Uh, maybe the big supermarket isn't the best place to go. Maybe I'd be better going over to the roadside stand and getting a few uh, uh, groceries or something of that sort. And maybe I'd have to go out of town a little bit to go get a whole basket of apples or uh, something of that sort and uh, uh, not just buy them at the supermarket, but it'd be worth it in the long run and uh, so on and so on and so on and so on. There are women who are still like the merchant ships who go out and who are willing to get the best buys and the best product and who are going to do the best for their family that way. And, you know, they're the women usually who are excited about keeping house. They think about these things. They know where to go. They learn these place, about these places. They talk to others about it. They, and they really have kind of a fun time doing the whole thing. They know that they're doing a good job, and that gives them a lot of, of uh, satisfaction in knowing that their family is going to get good food at a good price. Lord, we pray that women may think about doing their work well, doing it better than the woman next door, for Christ's sake. Amen.